Welcome back to another NFL Tuesday. This is episode 29. Come on, matchmakers. Small town, big takes is coming at you for another NFL Tuesday episode. It's week three coming up. Week two was a little chaotic, injury plagued. Joe, take us right in. Yeah, I mean, you said it great, Chase. Week two, rough for the players, good for small town, big takes. Chase and I, on our collective picks, went 13-3, and three, almost cleaned the house. Um, great week two. The flip account is, uh, is doing pretty well right now. And week three, predictions are not looking too hard this week. There's a lot of big spreads, a lot of games that are not predicted to be that close. But without further ado, Chase, let's kick it off Thursday night. The Saquon Barkley-less Giants are going to be facing the San Francisco 49ers. At Levi Stadium in California, the Niners are 10-point favorites. What are we thinking? See, I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers easily. I mean, the way that the Giants are playing right now is just terrible football. I mean, it's not even close to good football. Like, you pay Daniel Jones 40-plus mil a year to do what he's doing right now. Saquon's out at least three weeks. You have your playmaker gone. You're going to have to rely on Vanilla Vic for whoever knows on the ground for how long. But, you know, you can't rely on him in that run game. Darren Darren Waller's a non-factor anymore, especially with the QB thrown to him. I mean, I just – I don't see how the Giants' offense can even compete with the 49ers' defense. Especially since the 49ers defense is better than the Cowboys, so I don't, I, I just don't understand how they'll be able to compete. No, I think this one's got the potential to get ugly. 86% of the bets are coming in on the 49ers to cover as a 10-point favorite. The Giants are likely to be without starting tackle Andrew Thomas, starting edge Aziz Ojolari, and starting star running back Saquon Barkley. They got rolled by the Cowboys with those fellas healthy. They were down 20 to the Arizona Cardinals. They came back, great game, great second half. Daniel Jones played well. Barkley carried the load. But they're without Barkley now. And San Francisco's looked like a juggernaut. The Rams gave him some trouble last week. Sean McVay's a crafty coach. It's a divisional game. But the Rams, ooh, or the 49ers, excuse me, Chase, I think they blow them out, win and cover. Hot take, I'm taking the cover. I mean, I don't think it's a hot take, honestly. I if you want my opinion, I don't think it's a hot take. This Giants team isn't that good, and I think they're kind of in the glory days of last year, pretty much, of, oh, we made the playoffs. I think we can make the playoffs again. We got better, you know, and all of this. And I, I personally, I don't think they got that much better. Um, no, not at all. And Chase, you added Darren Wall. I, th- I do have to say, you add Darren Waller, you know, that does upgrade your tight end position. I do understand that. You bring back Saquon. You lose Julian Def- Love. That hurts. You lose Julian Love, and that's shown. I mean, Xavier McKinney's a good safety. I mean, but that duo was probably one of the top safety duos in the league. For sure. So I just think they're handcuffed for four years with Daniel Jones. They have no cap space. They're going to need it. Um, I just don't see this Giants team making it into – the divisional round for a long time, the way they're no. building this team. Not at all. They got blessed with playing Minnesota first in the, the last 
year's playoffs. That won't happen again. Minnesota's 0-2. They might start tanking and move Kirk Cousins. We'll get into that later, but 49ers winning cover. We both agree. So moving into the 1 o'clock window now, this upcoming Sunday, the Bills are 6.5-point favorites after a dominating 38-10 victory over the Raiders over the 2-0 Washington Commanders, who snuck one out despite a last-minute Hail Mary from Russell Wilson that did connect after being bobbled around a little bit. They failed to go for two. Sean Payton absolutely ripped Russell Wilson after the game, said he needs to do better, and they might put a play's wristband on him because, you know, you look at – I'm not sidetracking real quick. I'm just – the thought's hot. Denver, they looked good out the gate when Sean Payton had the play scripted. Second half, Russ had to go off script, looked terrible. I've never seen a quarterback – go from being so good to so bad so fast he's 34 looks like he's going on 44 completely washed put a fork in russ put a fork in the broncos they're done but i'm gonna take the bills to uh hand the commanders their first loss i agree the commanders have had i would say a decently easy schedule so far you play the cardinals and then you play the broncos um 100%. Their defense allowing 30-plus points to the Broncos is embarrassing, and a three-point game against the Arizona Cardinals is also embarrassing. I think the Bills roll around, even though Josh Allen is an overrated quarterback, which we agree on, and has the most turnovers in football. They will take care of business. I think they'll easily just roll over the Commanders. I don't think the Commanders are a playoff team at any um in any sort or anything like you have sam howe as your quarterback i believe this bill's defense is just going to torch him edge rush him and matt milano is staying hot so i don't see why not he has a big game as well yeah i like the bills um i think they probably cover it is in washington i don't know how much of a home field advantage playing that there's no home field advantage in fedex field let me tell you this i've been there once and there is no home field advantage that stadium is just a pile of crap i mean you just you just walk in there and you're like where am am i and you're you wonder if you just went back to 1990 and went into a stadium and it's just like thrown around our quarterback almost died there last year yeah and let me tell you you know sidetracking a little but the sean taylor stat like resemblance is disrespectful it's like it's a jersey helmet on like a plastic stand it's like is that the best they can do to like honor one of the great honor one of the greats and just for losing his life by protecting his family like it's just that even handing the franchise over Josh Harris, Magic Johns, it, you, it sucks. Let me just put it this way. Washington sucks. Plain and simple. All around. Really, at this point, they're becoming kind of a joke of a sports city. The Wizards, they're a poverty franchise now. They haven't the been Nationals. a our whole lives. Nationals blew it. I mean, you know, 2019, of course. But now, blew it up. Some prospects that look good, but yeah, no. Capitals, yeah, maybe one or two. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not not good not good to be a Washington fan right now. But yeah, I'm on the same side with you there, Chase. I'm gonna take the Bills and um, gotta get. Oh, and I want to add. Had no turnovers last week. James After Cook has been looking good. He has. He, he has. has, and you know what? That surprised me because I uh, a lot of people were high on James Cook. I wasn't as high on him. I didn't think the Bills would have a good you know, run game, which they don't have a tremendous run game. They're more of a passing team. Um, but 
I do have to say James Cook has been looking well. Yeah, over 100 um, yards last week. Yeah. So, no doubt. All right, now here's another game, Chase, coming up in the 1 o'clock window that I don't anticipate to be close at all. I think it has the potential to get ugly. The Miami Dolphins are going back home for the first time this year. It'll be their home opener, and they're favored by 6.5 versus the Denver Broncos. Uh, come on. Who are you going to take? Just shoot it to me truthfully like I know you will. Miami by two touchdowns. Thank you. Thank you. That's all you need to say because, honestly, this Denver team is just a trash shoot. It is. Sean Payton does add a lot. Like we were saying, like you were saying, Russell Wilson needs to be just gone out of Denver. I think. I don't think he'll be their quarterback next year, Chase. No, he can't. They're not going to – and I'm going to say it right now. They're not going to make the playoffs. You have the AFC West. You can't make the playoffs. Um, even the 0-2 Chargers will put up a bigger fight than the 0-2 Denver Broncos easily. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are going to win that division. But here's the thing. You have a great defense in Denver. I'm not, I, I would say top of the more top of the pack. Chase, I like that. And, but you also got to take into account now, think about how that defense is going to be feeling, watching Russ. Like, how are they going to keep putting this these great efforts up knowing that they get nothing from their quarterback? I think that you're going to lose the defensive locker room soon. Well, I'm surprised it hasn't gone already because remember that stat that came up from last year? was like. Do you remember last year? Yeah, it was like if the Broncos in LA 17 or more in every game, they would have gone like 12 and 5. Yeah. And when Baker Mayfield got picked up by the Los Angeles Rams – and play the Denver Broncos and had an absolute mayhem game and went off and beat the Broncos. Uh, I forget. I think it was a D tackle. I, I don't remember his name, but he like went up right in Ross's face and was like, "This is on you. Like this whole like you're the reason why we lose." And it was like a big head- headline at the time because, I mean, it's true. He loses these games yeah. for the Broncos. And his head's if, not in it. Like, he's he's too worried about Russ and being Hollywood, like, keeping his, you know, professional image. Sean Payton said, stop kissing the effing babies and let's play some football. Yeah. Like, if your coach has to publicly say that, that's ridiculous. You're doing high knees on the plane. The the locker room is not there. They don't love him. He didn't recruit any big – like, think about when Brady goes down to Tampa. You know, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown comes to Philly. Like – Tom Brady goes to Tampa, all of a sudden, you know, you get Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette. Like, stars want to play with other stars, and Russ just doesn't have that respect throughout the league. When he, And also, when he went to Denver, former Seattle teammates that he won a Super Bowl with started trashing him, saying it's all about Russ. It's not about the team. It's about the Russ show and how's Russ doing, how's Russ looking, how's Russ's pockets. Not a fan. No, and, you know, it's kind of clearly showing. It is. Look at this. I, I'm going to say it. Again, you have Javante Williams, playmaker. Cortland Sutton, playmaker. Jerry Judy, playmaker. You got playmakers. Yep. Use them. You have playmakers in Seattle. You used them. You were, he was a good quarterback in Seattle. Great quarterback. Great, exactly. And everything has gone down hill, I mean, tremendously fast. Like I, I honestly think he's just rolling down Mount Everest at this point um, yep. on – no Maybe a sl- I think more of like a snowmobile more than a sled. I think he's going like 100 miles per hour down Mount Everest right now and the way he his career is going to end up. But, man, yeah. this Denver Broncos team's going to be hard to watch. And I'm sorry, Denver fans. 
You're not making the playoffs. It's a and you just watch. you like, just need to get off of Wilson. 100%. And credit where it's due to Miami, Tua right now is the MVP favorite. They've been, you know, putting up the most yards and points per game so far through two weeks at any team in the league. Without Jalen Ramsey, the defense is looking good too. So imagine when he comes back, Vic Fangio's got those boys right right now. Miami's looking like a force to be reckoned with. You know, we'll see how Tua's health, how how he can stay upright through uh, the remainder of the season. But right now, Miami looking good. Yeah, I have to agree. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, both the biggest speed. Yeah. The biggest speed threats in the league. I mean, that's just yeah. so hard to cover. I mean, mm-hmm. Tyreek, along with Jalen Waddle, the speed threats on the outside, slants on the inside. I mean, what are you going to do as a defense? All you have yeah, to do I mean, is you have to hope you don't play. You just can't play man against them. No, and Bill Belichick played three safeties last week, trying to stop the Tyreek Jalen Waddle deep ball and. Mike McDaniel said, okay, and he just started pounding the rock, started running the ball, and they couldn't stop Reem Mostert, had to pull one of their safeties. Next thing you know, Tyree kills in the end zone. Yeah. So what, what do you do? You know, Now they can run the ball. They were a little bit of a one-dimensional offense before. Mike McDaniel figuring things out. He's a bright, young offensive mind. I mean, I, but at the same time, I'm not trusting Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson in that backfield at all. 31-year-old Raheem Mostert's blown out. Who would, both yeah. Can't. Uh, I, listen, I think that's the one-game thing. Um, so I think, I, I think again, it's pretty much a one-dimensional offense and teams, good teams are going to compete head to head with them easily. But as long as they're going against mediocre teams, below average teams, they're going to blow them out. Yeah. And the Chargers did put up 31. Yeah. The Chargers, did, the Chargers should have won that game, Brandon but our, our favorite Brandon Staley, just doing his thing, sitting back losing two in a row did it again last week which takes us right into our next game uh the zero and two chargers go into minnesota to take on the favored by one minnesota frogs who are also zero and two who gets their first win am i gonna take a fraud to get their first win Can't. against a good team Can't. let me tell you this as long as barking. the dogs are gonna be barking Austin Eckler most likely will play. Um, they said there's no timetable, but I believe he's going to play. I think he's fine. I, there was no significant injury. I don't think he no? I think he might be out for a couple weeks. In really? the surface today, Staley said major setback in the injury. In the oh, I didn't uh, see so, that. Yeah, so Eckler might be done for like six to eight weeks, which is not good. But Six to eight? Yeah. Is he getting surgery? I think so. Let me check. Double check on that. I didn't see any reports like that. That's a big report, too. Um, especially, like, for fantasy football, you know, and all that. I would, I would think that would be a big headline just okay. because. So Eckler says he's day-to-day, but then Staley came out and said he's week-to-week with the ankle injury. So Eckler wants to play, and the, right now, surface today, no timeline for return. So... I was I was thinking six to eight weeks because of his fantasy projections. He had goose eggs going through till about Thanksgiving, but it will not be six to eight. It's going to be week to week. He's not going to play this week, though, despite what he said. Most likely won't play this yeah. week. Uh, yeah, I'd be shocked, but, yeah, probably not. I mean, we'll see. But, again, he's a tough guy. Yeah, he's but he, he's also playing but, for a contract, too, which plays a big factor. Yeah, and then you got Keenan Allen, Mike yeah, Will, Quentin Johnston. They're going to torch – 
torch Minnesota's defense. Uh, I don't think Minnesota's going to I think the Chargers, I mean, the Chargers should win by 10. They should. They they honestly should. You have Justin Herbert easily going to like torch this Minnesota defense. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. He might have a good first half, but other than that, you're going to be like wondering where he is. Um, the running game's not good. Alexander Madison, I don't think, is a great runner that they Can't expected. Hold Can't hold on to the ball. Special teams isn't that good. I mean, they're frauds for a reason. Like They're not yeah. going to make the playoffs. The only bright spot of this team is Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. Agreed. Those are the only two bright spots on this team. Yeah, and another stat on the Vikings, they're minus six in just two weeks in turnover differential. That's worst in the league. And everybody who knows football knows you can't win when you're turning the ball over at that rate. That's minus three a game on average through just two short weeks. And, Chase, this is going to shock you. This is this just goes to show why sportsbooks make so much money. 72% of the bets are coming in on the Vikings right now. That's... Sportsbooks have to be licking their chops. Dude. They amazing. know. They know. I, I mean, I, 72%, that's just blasphemous mm-hmm. to me. I mean, I, can't, I, I don't really understand that, especially you look. I can't make sense of that number. I'm trying right now to, like, compare. Just, just compare the teams. The Chargers are the better team, pen and paper, and on the field. Would the Minnesota Vikings compete with the Miami Dolphins like that? No. Not even close. The only thing I'm thinking of why Minnesota might be getting an edge here is, one, they're at home. Two, they got a long week because they played, of course, on Thursday night. But it's not like they had a, they're had they coming off a bye. They got three more days. No. So, yeah, I'm, we're both in the same mindset there. Yeah, Chargers I'm, ta- I'm taking the, the Chargers, yeah. Vikings go to 0-3 and, and be on the lookout for them to ship Kirk and just tank for a quarterback at that point. Going 0-3, especially if the Packers get a win this week, which I think they will. Well, here's my well, here's my thought. If because Jefferson didn't sign his extension yet, if Kirk leaves and they look to draft a quarterback, say they go, say they get like a mid round pick or low, like say mid round pick or like nine ten, like around there, I don't think they can draft any like great quarterbacks. So what would you do? Like, there's a lot of quarterbacks though this year coming out. There is, but Bo Nix, Shador Sanders. Bo Nix. I'm not. His stock keeps rising. I'm not sold on Bo Nix. I'm not sold on him at all. My point is, is Jefferson willing to just wait that out? Like, is he willing to? I feel like he's in that win now mode. He's a superstar. You want to win? Bucket of picks for him if you traded him in a rebuild. Exactly. There's a lot. A lot of things I think this year in Minnesota, if if it goes the way that Joe and I think it's gonna go, where it just keeps going downhill, they're not gonna win games, they're gonna miss the playoffs. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is eating money. They won eleven of twelve games last year by one score. Yeah. Like that's not sustainable winning. We called it last year, that's why they were the frauds and we faded them this year. They're gonna start 0 three and if I'm them, I tank because how many more years are you going to keep running this thing with Kirk where you win 9, 10 games, maybe make the playoffs, maybe you don't, and you get bounced in the first round? Like, you can't. How's that fun for anyone? They're yeah, in like, the worst spot because at least when you're bad, you're getting studs at the top of the draft. 
and then you they're just like they make the playoffs one year or they just miss it so you're not like getting a top pick yeah like chase would you rather have the last three five years maybe of the jaguars or the vikings the jaguars were a terrible worst record in the league for two years then they get the prince that was promised you know heat up last year make the playoff run win a playoff game and this year they look like a new team and now meanwhile the vikings stuck in mediocrity easily jaguars right? that's not even a question mm -hmm. so pull the plug if you're minnesota you got to this I, I agree for sure all right next up we got a game that maybe could have been interesting unfortunately now probably won't be um the 2-0 baltimore ravens face the 1-1 indianapolis colts who will likely be without starting rookie quarterback anthony richardson who unfortunately looked like he was really starting to take off last game two rushing touchdowns early took a shot to the head on the second rushing touchdown got ruled out with a concussion he's questionable for this week yeah, uh, it's a shame. I mean, Anthony Shane Steichen's using Anthony Richardson perfectly. Looks he's using him just like Jalen Hurts, and I think that's why he's successful. And I think he's going to be very successful in Indianapolis with Shane Steichen because he's a great offensive play caller. You saw him in Philly for the last two years. He's a great offensive mind, and I think he's going to blossom Anthony Richardson into a great quarterback for the future. But it is a shame that he's in concussion protocol and he won't be in this game. Baltimore should take care of business easily. Um, I mean, Minshew mania. I love love Minshew, but Baltimore's going to take care of business easily. I would agree, Chase. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore right now and through two games, they're allowing 16.5 points per game. That's seventh in the league. Minshew's in grave danger. Um, that Baltimore defense is real. Only thing with Baltimore that I just can't figure out, I was so high on Baltimore this year, but every year. Now you got starting tackle, Ronnie Staley out, Marlon Humphrey out with a foot injury, starting safety, uh, Marcus Williams out, Andrews has been questionable. He did play and get a touchdown last week, and then, of course, J.K. Dobbins with the torn Achilles. So I don't know like what their head athletic trainer is doing, but every year the Ravens get decimated by injuries. Lamar questionable again now with a hand injury. He claimed he was okay, flexed his hand to show proof, but you know, trouble, trouble with the just Ravens. a lot, a lot of injuries. It is. I still OBJ ankle. I mean, it's just, but o Odell just is injury plagued. Yeah. But they said it wasn't that that bad with Odell. No, which is, but yeah, I, I like the Ravens to win by a lot there, and they're seven and a half point favorites for a reason. Now, yeah. moving on, still in the one o'clock window. The Lions are favored by three over Desmond Ritter's 2-0 Falcons, who eked out a win, a comeback win over the Green Bay Packers at home last week. Who do you like here, Lions off a heartbreaker or the Falcons off a thrilling win? I like the Lions here. Um, I don't know if you saw the report today, but I think C.J. Gardner is going to be out uh, the rest of the season, just like Avante Maddox with a torn peck. Um, that's a huge blow to that defense. He's like... In that secondary, he's the best secondary player, and now he's going to be out for the entire season. So that that does play that plays something against good teams. Yeah. Now let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Not a good team. I don't care that they beat the pa the Packers. Should have won that game. The defense of the Packers was terrible. They were also missing Bakhtiari, Christian Watson, and Aaron Jones. Too. Yeah, and still Aaron. Uh, Jordan Love threw for three touchdowns. He's looking like a good quarterback in his first full season. 
Again, the run game for the Falcons is going to be great against the Detroit defense, but I just think the Detroit offense is going to kind of overtake this game and the momentum's just going to keep rising for the Lions. Chase, I'm going to fade here and go with the Falcons. I got them winning as underdogs. I just think that this Lions secondary is too banged up. You got Ken Dorsey starting corner out, Emmanuel Mosley, other starting corner out, and now C.J. Gardner-Johnson starting safety out. Tyler Lockett, D.K. Metcalf, they got going last week. Geno Smith put up over 250 yards. Smith and Jigba had 60 yards. I just think... But is Desmond Ritter going to be that guy? He was enough to beat Green Bay. He's playing well right now. And Arthur Smith, I like him. You know, they're going on the road to Detroit. Detroit's been home now for two weeks in a row. But that Falcons defense is real. They're eighth in the league in points per game allowed, only allowing 17 through two games. Meanwhile, that Lions defense, 28th in the league, 28.5 points per game allowed. So I'm taking the underdog here. I got Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see it go both both ways. But I do have to say, if you go back to a couple episodes, Small Town Big Takes did call the Atlanta Falcons being a top 10 defense in the league. And, and we right now, them winning the division. And right now, uh, I didn't say they were going to win the who'd division. You, you say? I say? said the Saints. Um, okay, I said Falcons. You said Saints. Yeah. Um, but go back. We both said that the Falcons would have a top 10 defense. And right now, they currently do because they are playmakers on that team. But I like Jared Goff at home in the Dome. I just think they had two competitive games uh, in the past two weeks against the Chiefs and the Seahawks two good teams two playoff teams and I think they take care of business this Sunday yeah and I'm looking at Jared Goff right now he threw last week for 323 yards three touchdowns 122 quarterback rating um I also worry a little bit about David uh Montgomery's injury well he'll be out but then you have um Jameer Gibbs is he ready for that workload Jameer he Gibbs has, is ready he hasn't seen more than eight carries in either game yet but I do think you're right they, they've drafted him 12th overall for a reason for that exact reason to take over I'm just it's a shame that Jamison Williams can't play for the Lions because he's like that missing he would be that deep threat that they need they got Amon Ra they got Josh Reynolds who could man the slot mm-hmm. it's a shame he had to what what do you do place a bet right got suspended yep come on yeah so brutal but Still staying in the 1 o'clock window. We move on to our next game. This game, I think, is going to be an absolute bore to watch. I don't have much <laughs> to say on it. Patriots are favored by three over the Jets. Um, you know, no Aaron Rodgers, of course. Patriots look terrible. Eagles and Miami, two great teams, both beat them at home. But they just don't look like they got it. I was giving Mac Jones some respect last week, and then he comes out and lays a stinker. Last week... <laughs> You know, threw a pick, sacked four times, 231 yards in a touchdown, quarterback rating 84. Just not a great game. You know, didn't look good, was missing open receivers. Targeted Kendrick Bourne nine times, only connected with him four times. So I'm off the Patriots. I think the Jets' defense is going to give Mac Jones a fit, but I just don't – the Jets just can't score points with Zach Wilson. So I'm, I love the under. The under is set ridiculously low at 36.5. That's the only bet I'll tell you to take on this game because it's not even worth your watch. I'm going to have to agree. Um, I mean, you just, you just laid out the ugliness and just kind of 
lay the hammer on it, which I'm going to have to agree on. Patriots should win this game. I mean, Zach Wilson is terrible. He is. Listen, I mean, if you watch some of the tape um, from the Dallas game, Garrett Wilson was cooking Trevon Diggs. I mean, Trevon Diggs was lost. Here's the thing. I'm going to go off on my tangent. Trevon Diggs is the most overrated quarterback in the league. The most overpaid. You know, how does a cornerback get paid like he does for allowing the most yards as a, as a cornerback, as a star cornerback? He allowed, I I don't think it was, it might have been last season or the season before, 1,100 yards. At least 1,000 plus yards. Are you, and that's, that's your, that's your star cornerback. He gets, everyone's just hyped about the interceptions because he played wide receiver at Alabama and had to transfer to cornerback because he wasn't good enough at wide receiver. I'm telling you right now, as soon as they play a good team, they're going to get exposed. A good offensive line, they're going to get exposed. Zach Wilson just missed Garrett Wilson a bunch of times. Garrett Wilson is the bright spot of this New York Jets team. But they're not going to win any more games as long as Zach Wilson is under center. They got lucky to beat the Bills because Josh Allen had four turnovers. He he, he he just – yep, he, he was like, here, take your dinner, and <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pay for the check and plus, and I'll get the tip you as well. dessert too? Here's a fumble. Yeah, here's the fumble. I got the tip. Don't worry about it. Uh, New York, it's on me tonight. Um, but other than that, I'm going Patriots. This Jets team's gonna be it. just sorry to watch. Yeah, Chase, I can't, I can't disagree. I just can't see them winning a game against a half decent defense with Zach Wilson. So I'm right there with you. Now, this is an interesting game for you, Chase. These are two of your teams facing off in the one o'clock window. You got the two and zero Saints taking on the one and one Green Bay Packers. I'm interested to see where you go on this one. I know you're high on both these teams. Um, here's the thing. I'm discouraged by the Saints after uh, Monday night. Derek Carr looked terrible. I mean, I, I like that though. He's a roller coaster. He is a roller coaster, but like I just thought there was gonna be more. And he, the protection by the Carolina Panthers was terrible. When Bryce Young was in the pocket and was protected. He was 11 of 14 with 133 passing yards and a touchdown. He looked good when he's protected. But as soon as that line collapses and he has to scramble, I mean, it's just going to be trouble. Packers have a good offensive line. Jordan loves a way better quarterback than Bryce Young. I think that's a very bright spot in Green Bay. Green Bay has a good defense. I think Green Bay comes out on top in this game. They have a good run game. You have Aaron Jones. AJ D- Aaron Jones was out last week, last week, but AJ Dillon's a bright spot. He's a tough runner. Mm-hmm. And, and if Christian Watson plays, and I believe Bakhtari is going to play uh, this week too, um, I think it was just like a sm- small setback. I don't think it was anything because he played the full game uh, against Chicago. But the Green Bay Packers are going to win this game, and it's going to prove that yes, the Saints are okay, but. Derek Carr doesn't change much in New Orleans. I'm taking the Packers at Lambeau, too. I like them a lot here. They're getting some of their guys back, like you said. Big Jordan Love game. Is this his home debut, or did they? No, this is his home debut. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm all over the Packers this week. I think they win and cover. They only need to win by three to cover, but I'm on the Packers right there with you. Yeah, I, I think Jordan loves it. But I, ju- I just truly think this offense is a bright spot for the future. I mean, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, and... Um, Reed, with, what that's his name, right? Reed, two touchdowns last week. Yeah, their wide receiver three um, from Michigan State. Jalen Reed, Jaden Reed? Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed from Michigan State. Um, I, I forget their tight end. Luke Musgrove. Luke Musgrove, a rookie tight end, and Luke Musgrove, and he's looking good as good too. As long as Jordan Love keeps getting better, the Packers are going to be feared for like another twenty years. Yeah, the Packers and again better and better as the year goes on. Like I said last week, youngest team average age in the whole league by like a good margin. So, yeah, they're gonna Matt Mattlefloor. He's got, and everyone was like, "Oh, is it Aaron Rodgers or Matt Lafleur?" Come on. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, and even so, like they were set. I never got that whole debate because even so, his first two years with Rodgers, he went thirteen and three back to back years. I Aaron Rodgers. Had, I oh, just think Lafleur had questionable calls in the twenty twenty one NFC Championship game against the Bucks. He, yeah. he got a little soft there at the end. He should have gone for it. He was playing Brady. Uh, yeah, you know, he was a rookie head coach then, though. You know, Give yeah. But um, yeah. So next next game to talk about another one that shouldn't be too competitive. Jaguars are favored by nine and a half versus the Texans. The Texans just cannot protect C.J. Stroud. Our predictions came true. The Colts handled the Texans even with the injury to Anthony Richardson, and Stroud was sacked another six times this week. That is not sustainable. They're going to get the kid hurt, and it's a shame because Stroud looked great. 384 yards, two touchdowns. The connection with Nico Collins was firing on all cylinders. But that offensive line is just not ready to protect the young quarterback. And I think Josh Allen and the Jags dominate. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't see Houston competing against the Jaguars for long. I think they put up a good fight in the first half. But other than that, I think Jacksonville runs away with this team. I mean, with this game. Um, They're a better team. C.J. Stroud. Loss at home against the Chiefs. Yeah, C.J. Stroud just doesn't really have the protection at all that he needs. And I, if I'm Houston, yes, I'm excited about C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson. I'm excited about how Mechie, Derek Stingley Jr. Damian yeah, Pierce, they Mr. have Collins. they, they have talent. some good young talent. They just need a line to protect. Mm-hmm. That's they the all only start thing. The line. Yep, that's all they need. They need maybe another guard and another tackle, and this team in the future could be dangerous. Agreed. As long as C.J. Stroud just keeps ascending as a quarterback. He's looked great first two weeks. Just he does. Better than just – he has more 300-yard passing games than Justin Fields, and it's his second game of the NFL. Yeah, we're going to get into that in a little bit. <sighs> so now last game in the 1 o'clock window. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Cleveland Browns lose Nick Chubb. There goes my fantasy team. They are three-point favorites, staying at home on the short week to Rabel's one-and-one Titans. I think the dogs are barking, Chase. Let me. Do you hear them? Hear the Bulldogs? Oh, yeah. It's the Titans week. It is the Titans week to win. They, they get a nice win over the Chargers last week. And they're coming in hot against Cleveland. Deshaun Watson hasn't looked good at all. Without Nick Chubb, it's going to be brutal for that Cleveland offense. 
Deshaun Watson now has a 55% completion percentage as a Brown went 22 of 40 on Monday Night Football with an interception and six sacks, quarterback rating 70. He looked horrible. I don't understand it. How could you be so talented in Houston and it all just slips like that? Like that. He was so talented in Houston. He was one of the best passers at the time. He was. And I, I would say he was the top five quarterback that year. And you Easily. would be crazy to say that. Like a lot of no. people would agree. And a lot of people a lot of people would be like, I want Deshaun Watson as my starting quarterback. I mean the Eagles were ready to trade Jalen Hurts at the time. Yeah. Because, right, I mean the talent was there. Two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed. Yeah. Cleveland doing what Cleveland does. They Brutal. Get the quarterback position right. And I didn't like to see that last night too. Miles Garrett got blocked up after a big week. One tackle, no sacks, no tackles for loss. Yeah, I'm su- I'm surprised he got blanked. Line. Yeah. So Mike. That's Tom, embarrassing. Yeah, and this, it's not like this, they have some stall offensive line. The Steelers. That offensive there. line's bottom five. So I don't know what got. Maybe he was sick, food poisoning, COVID. I don't know. You name it, he had something up. But yeah, I like I like Jeffrey Simmons and Derrick Henry to come in to Cleveland, and get the win. Yeah, I love it. I oh, love it. Three, they're three-point underdogs. You can get them at plus one four. Give me Vrabel over Stefanski. Stefanski. Easy. On a short week, too. That extra day go a long way in a game like yeah. this where it's going to be tight. So, yeah, give me the Titans. You're right there with me. Love it. Next game, this one, again, unfortunately, there's not going to be much to talk about here. Seattle, after a great overtime win, is favored by six against Bryce Young's Carolina Panthers to start off the 4 o'clock window. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking Seattle. There's not much to say here. I just don't think this Carolina team's ready to really compete. I think Bryce Bryce Young is a bright spot. Um, they don't have a line. Um, Same with you. That's the problem. I mean, that's the problem. You need to protect your quarterback. I mean, teams are too worried about skill positions. Adam Thielen, you know, um, Miles Sanders. Like the Bengals. I mean, you need to protect your quarterback. That's the number one thing. If you have one of the top offensive lines in the league, you're going to have success running the football and passing the football. Because when you establish establish your run game, you get more time in the passing pocket. The more time you have in the passing pocket opens everything up. up. I mean, I could say that to anyone and talk like this to a toddler. And the toddler would look up at me and go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But guess what? When you say that to an NFL GM, they look at you with four eyes. I mean, it's ridiculous. Protect your quarterback. It's a simple thing. Get the line ready for battle. Just get them ready for battle. I mean, I don't, I don't need to hear anything else. I That's mean, it. Seahawks That's my final take. Struggling. Then in the second and third round, they go with tackle, and then they draft another tackle, mm-hmm. rebuild their offensive line. Now they can run the ball. Now Geno Smith looks the best he's ever looked. Mm-hmm. Now they're hitting open receivers. Receivers are getting open. They got more time to get open. It's, you know, we're not we're not building spaceships out here. And hey, no, I'm not, I'm not sitting here making the new. Uh, chemical formula I don't don't, don't even know you know it's ridiculous you build your offensive line you can run the damn football and you can pass the football you build that line in Carolina with Frank Wright and Bryce Young you could have a good offense for the next 10 to 15 years but you gotta build that line yep 100% that's it that's all I have to say any any team that has a good quarterback with a bad offensive line. I mean, you can 
I'm not going to say a good quarter. Take the Minnesota Vikings. They have a terrible offensive line. And they can hurt too. Pretty it's hurt. Ball, at center. You can barely run the football, and you're barely going to have time to pass the football to your number one receiver. Mm-hmm. And then you also these people. They, you want to go out here and pay a quarterback forty, fifty million dollars, not pay an offensive line to protect him. Well, there goes no. your investment. Look at Aaron Rodgers, the Jets. Last year, 31st-ranked offensive line, four snaps into the game, Aaron Rodgers. $45 million man, Achilles gone. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. And he blamed it on the play calling that Nathaniel Hackett was running because he was like, oh, I don't like uh, the chop block stuff. But meanwhile, just get a better offensive line. Stop blaming everything else on coaching and all that. It's the offensive line. And you need to give them the right personnel. So Exactly. Now, and we're going to talk about another team in the 4 o'clock window here. And there's not going to be much to talk about because, again, they won't build an offensive line. Chicago Bears are 13-point underdogs to the Kansas City Chiefs. That's no O-line. That's no O-line problem. Can we get to the real problem? You're calling him a bust? Can right we? You know, listen. You know Emmanuel Equo and... LaShawn McCoy on the morning show. I forget what show he oh, um, is on. Speak. Is it with Joy Taylor? Yeah, yeah with Joy yeah. Taylor. And I have the receipt. Some rando pulls up on there and is like, Justin Fields is the new Jalen Hurts. He's like, he's going to be better than Jalen Hurts. Is it our guy Chris Sims? No, Chris, no, 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 no. no. I think uh, he had a similar take. He definitely did, but go on Twitter. I'm telling you, it's on Twitter. And he I, I, goes... You, yeah, I remember you retweeted it. Oh, dude, I have to retweet it. And he goes... And <laughs> it was funny because Shady McCoy knows his football. And he goes, Justin Fields is the poor man's Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. which is true. Then the other guy comes in. He's like, no, Justin Fields is going to be better than Jalen Hurts. He's the next, next coming to Jalen Hurts. He's going to be the next big superstar in the league. Here's the difference. Hurts in his last 25 games is 22 and three. Fields went 13 and four last, thir- three and 14 last year. Not oh, bad. oh, but but it's not on, but it's not on the quarterback. It's the team surrounding. No, it comes down to the quarter. The quarter. The quarterback's losing you games. Okay, you can rush for a thousand yards. Be a be a full time running back. You can't throw the football. You miss reads. You throw the ball. 99 miles per hour at your receivers for no reason. I'm sick of it. Justin Fields is going to be a... Chicago can't produce quarterbacks. They can't. They're going to be terrible for a long time. Just Even if Justin Fields goes to a new organization, yes, he has some talent to make it. I just don't think he can read the football field. Yeah, I don't. I mean, last week, look at it. Bears were down three. It was 20-17, to two-minute drill, had the ball on their own five. What does Fields do? First play of the drive. Hit me. Pick six. Bang, bang, there goes the game. bang. There goes the game. I mean, you had a chance. You have one of those moments that every kid that's playing quarterback in high school is looking at the screen dreaming of, and you throw a pick six, first play. I mean, come on. You just – that was the game. It was over. 27-17 with less than two minutes, game over. Baker's yep. Bucks went 2-0. I mean, yeah, that's. I'm I'm all I'm sick. Of you okay? You have DJ Moore, you have Darno Mooney, you have Khalil Herbert in the backfield, and um. Roshan Johnson. Roshan Johnson, like, what are you, what are you doing? You are not the guy that people predicted. Nope. And I'm sick of the hype. I'm just I I like, as a player, 
I feel sorry for the kid that he's not producing. He's like Zach Wilson, but fast. Yeah, but the amount of media that gives him love and says he's better than all these great quarterbacks who've proven it already, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's not a winner. He's not a winner. He's 3-15. and 15. That's crazy. He can't win you football. He loses you football. Oh, DJ Moore. He barely gets the ball to DJ Moore. That Bears defense is not good. I I'm just I'm sick of the hype. I'm sick of it. Yeah, Chase, I'm with you, honestly. I mean, DJ Moore was only targeted seven times last week, and he's still so good that he put up 100 yards, just making like crazy sideline. Why is he not targeted 13 times a game? Like that's ridiculous to me. Yep, agree. Now, if you don't have anything more to add there, do you? No, 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 I I got my Justin Fields rant. Good deal. And, I mean, yeah, clear bounce back week for the Chiefs. Kelsey in the end zone. Mahomes threw a pick but looked better. They're going to roll him. Anyway, next game to end the uh, the 4 o'clock window here. Cowboys are 12-point favorites over the Cardinals. They're going to blow them out. I mean, the Cowboys have been blessed with this opening schedule. They pretty much got handed 3-0. and um, So, you know, they're looking good, but I got nothing more to say. Yeah, you're playing against Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals. And they should win it. If they don't win, then it shows that Dallas is, you know, fake. But they should easily ro- roll over the Dallas Cowboys. 100%. Now, Sunday night, Raiders are two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Steelers, who got their first win thanks to a Nick Chubb gruesome injury. I still can't get over that. That was so upsetting. But Steelers, they pull one out. Defense provides 14 points and Kenny Pickett, Chase. I'm going to call it right now. He's not the one. He is not no. the one. He's got small hands. His, he doesn't blow me away with his arm. He's somewhat mobile, but he's nowhere near has the mobility like a Lamar Hurts or Fields. I just don't see it in Kenny Two Gloves. I don't see it in this offense. Now you're without Deontay Johnson and Cam Hayward. I'm so off the Steelers. Patrick Peterson... Put a fork in him. You should have kept Cam Sutton. <laughs> Offensive line just can't get rebuilt. Najee Harris has failed to put up over 50 yards. He's what a boss, dude. He got worked at Alabama, and now he's shot. He looks like he's going on 30 when he's going on 24. He, he doesn't look fast at all. He looks like he's running in mud. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, my God. The, the Steelers do not look good. I don't, like, it's, they lost because Nick Chubb got hurt, and Deshaun Watson is abysmal. I, they, were, yeah. they were at home. It was kind of must-win. Tomlin's good in those situations, and his D. I'll give it to him. It showed up last night. You know, if your defense is putting up 14 points, and that's what it takes to eke out a little <laughs> four-point win, I mean, jeez. And the pick six, really, I don't really think should have. Ha- I mean, it was tipped off of receiver. Like, I mean, again, like it did happen, but it wasn't like a true pick six. Um, it was bobbled like three times. You know what's gonna bother me, Chase? The Steelers have the easiest schedule in the league, and if they somehow sneak into the playoffs with, like, nine wins, and then they're just going to be a waste of a good playoff game in the wild card. It's going to bother me. So It happened, the other, like, two years ago when the Chiefs just came in and thumped them, like, 40 to whatever. And the year before when the Browns beat them, like, again, 40 to whatever. Yeah, the, the, the fluke 11-0 and year. Yeah. I mean, golly, I can't stand the Steelers. I, is there, the hype around it's ridiculous. And the fans are delusional delusional we have one who is delusional 
thinks they're the best team in the AFC yep. North. And you're like, no. No, 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 no. They're not. Like, oh, my goodness. Thought, you, you could put anyone in that. I mean, put them in the black and gold. This kid will think that they're winning the Super Mitch Trubisky was starting the year from last year. He was like, Mitch is better than Jalen Hurts. Like, and he's not trying to troll. They're this delusional. Yeah. It's unreal. But anyway. <laughs> Moving on, we got two Monday night games again. I, I don't know. Is this like the new thing going forward? Not a big fan of it? I don't know. I, I think it's so stupid. You, you watch one game for an hour, and then the next game comes on. Like, what? Can I just watch one game? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, what was wrong with what we had going before? Like, uh, yeah. we've been doing that for years. But anyway. Sorry, Goodell, Goodell has the best ideas. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All right. <laughs> 2-0 Eagles take on the 2-0 Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium. I like the Eagles with rest. I mean, last year, the Eagles were 3-1 and against the spread when they had the rest edge. I think they win and cover. I think having the extra three days for the Eagles and this coaching staff, the new coordinators, is going to go a long way. Eagles were obviously banged up on Thursday night. They'll get a lot of those guys back. Kenneth Gamow will be back. James Bradbury will be back. Reed Blankenship should be back. Like Chase said earlier, Maddox, torn pack, done for the year, unfortunately. But I think the Birds, not to say they played bad. I mean, they're 2-0, and and they covered and pushed. So. They're not playing to the standard. Exactly. That's what it is. They're not playing to the Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles standard. But I think they put Baker Mayfield and his Bucks in, in place and handle their first I ball. think they win at least by a touchdown. And um, from the Philly media, it's just frustrating because they're like, oh, the, the Eagles are playing terrible. You need to like take a step back. We're two and zero. We're not playing to our standard. Like the fans, you should understand that Eagles aren't playing to their standard. Jalen Hurts admits they're not playing to their standard. The whole team admits it. Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey, Jalen Hurts, you name it. The whole team agrees they're not playing to their standard because they know they're a better football team than what they're performing right now on the field. Yep, and yet we're two and zero. Five-point favorites this week, and next week we're seven-and-a-half-point favorites versus the Commanders. So I think a 4-0 and start looks almost like a lock to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just ridiculous the amount of hate this team gets just because they're not blowing teams out. Agreed. Like, and, blo- and they're, they're it's, not like, it's not like the Cardinals and Jets. Like, all right, those are blowout teams. They, they're terrible. But, like... We played Bill Belichick, and then it was a short week. Played Minnesota, handled them all game. They got a last-minute touchdown to make it look yeah. closer than it was. And not only that, Chase, what bothers me is that last year we were blowing teams out, and then they're like, oh, easy schedule. Haven't won a close game yet. Like, what? You just can't win. That's that's what no. the Philly fan is. That's life in Philly, but we don't care. We're going back to the bowl. So give me Brock Purdy again. Run him up again. Give me the Eags all the way. Give me anyone, dude. Come on. Just give me anyone in the playoffs. I'm not scared. Nope. I'm not. Fear no man under no circumstance. None. And then our last game, ESPN, the real Monday night game. Rams versus Bengals. Bengals, with, maybe without Joe Burrow, are one-and-a-half-point favorites. I think the Rams are getting disrespected. Sean McVay has those guys ready to play. Mm-hmm. They've been looking good. Tutu Atwell, Kyron Williams. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. Peck. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, first two games, all-time record for most receptions in first two games. He's looking great. Give me yeah, I agree. I, I, I think the rant. I, I think. Super Bowl rematch from two years ago. 
Like I, the Bengals should. I the Don't Bengals start. should win this game, but it, I think Joe Burrow's not going to be able to play because of his calf injury. But and, and like you said, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase said, "If you're out, we're we're going to still make the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. It don't matter." Uh, yeah, and yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, <laughs> they're thirtieth in points per game right now, putting yeah. up thirteen point five through two weeks. So, I mean. Okay, they're they're last in yards per game. Have put up 212 yards per game throughout two. Like in today's NFL, that's abysmal. That's unacceptable. 28th in rushing yards per game. 28th in yards per game allowed. I mean, the Bengals have been awful. Their defense has been awful. Burrow's been awful. Offensive line's been awful. Joe Mixon's yards per carries have gone down each of the last two years, and we faded them this year. We said they they're missing some players. They lost their safeties. I don't like it. They need an offensive line, and trouble for them. They just made Joe Burrow the highest-paid quarterback in the league. They're not going to be able to pay stud T. Higgins now, too. So give me the upset. The public's with us. 74% of the bets are coming in on the spread for the Rams, and 81% of the money line's coming in on the Rams. You get the Rams at plus 105 right now and hammer them. What have the Bengals done to show they can win a game this year so far? Nothing. Burrow might not even play. All over the Rams there. I'm I'm – Honestly, sick of just the Bengals hype. To be honest with you, I'm sick of it. They had a little Cinderella run. So yeah. what? I I think it's over. To be honest. Trouble in paradise. There is. There's a big trouble in paradise, and they gotta just. They gotta figure things out. And now immediately. That covers all the games, but you know how we gotta end this episode. And I feel like there's some absolute locks this week. Do you want a small town big takes lock first? And I think we're both going to agree on this for the small town big takes lock. Hit me. Titans. Love it. Titans are dogs to win in Cleveland. I, I think that's an easy, and I think you need to hammer that right now. Plus 140. Love it. Right now. That's, that's an, I truly think Derrick Henry's going to run all over them, and they're going to have a good game. The Titans are a decent team, and they have a great coaching staff. So I just think they're going to take it to Cleveland. Agreed. That's that's small town big takes lock. Joe, what's your lock of the week? All right. I'm going to give you my two honorable mentions. Tempted, tempted <laughs> to take the Falcons, but I'm not going to just because they're on the road, you know, yeah. close game last week. I'm not taking it, but tempted. I do like them. Love the Rams. Love them. At plus one. Oh. But I'm going with the Eags alternate spread, minus seven. They win by more than a touchdown. Baker Mayfield comes back down to earth, and the Bucks get their first loss of the year. I like that. My small town big takes, Joe Webb, lock of the week. That's a good one. I like that one. And my personal lock of the week is going to be Green Bay over New Orleans. I'm taking them to cover by three. Um, I just think Jordan Love's debut at home in Lambeau Field against this mediocre Saints team that I think is getting too much hype is going to take care of business and is going to win by three. Lock it in, and we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Small Town Big Takes. We'll catch you next time.